0: Done a few preliminary loose things up and uh, getting the body woken up. Could spend a few minute or two standing, checking in with the standing position and the uh, full connection to the ground. turning the tail under the arms coming slightly away from the sides of the body so checking in with the places where we can find our body is uh locking or bracing and you want to release those so that everything is being carried by the ground you feel your vertical from the soles of the feet on up through the spinal axis neck and the crown of the head and release Configuring how we imagine the body, how we sense our body, going back into it. So, conventionally speaking, we're very much oriented around the front of the body, the face, to front, so it's all to cluster the front, sense organs <coughs> are clustered at the front. So, we orient towards, much towards the spine. <coughs> and that goes from the tailbones. right through the neck into the into the skull. So often we imagine the spine is just the back but it goes all the way up. How you sense your body, how it's uh, arranged, your internal map of (sighs) it. Pressures in the feet. So in the width width of the body across, across the shoulders and widening through the knees. So your knees are slightly uh, pushed apart over the centre of the feet. And the width of the body across these lateral axes, that is the hips. shoulders specifically bearing in mind the body tends to then get to fold in, helping our hips folded in and you want to almost encourage us turning out. So the the acuity is quite open and exposed. your chest, shoulder blades are moving into the back and the width across the front of your body unimpeded. Thickness connecting the back to the front. (coughs) Again, our natural tendency is to be moving forwards to the front of your body, is energized as if we are very much, the forward direction is the one that counts. Uh, so everything is energised the front being living on your toes being prepared to move forward No one to move backwards after all uh, but actually now you want to have the sense of almost as if we're lying down and the front of your body is coming back towards the spine More like, as if you're reclining on your back and feeling the spine and the front of your body connecting particularly um, between the shoulders and the sternum, the breastbone also behind the, the navel and with the lengthening of the body upwards, the abdominal wall flattens and you're letting your sense of that uh, area more connected to the back Subtler points, this uh, the sacrum is in the middle of your pelvis, the back, and this point called the dungien, lower dungien, which is in the uh, base of the abdomen, approximately where your outbreath finishes, between your hips. Letting that area connect to the sacrum. Pulling in mm-hmm. moving up through the body, the and the face comes back into the connection between the back of the head and the face, particularly you might be able to sense between the occiput and the forehead or behind the eyes if these areas are also attracted to each other And the sense that your eyes will normally be inclining forwards and moving forwards. What would it be like if you could turn the eyeball around and look back into your head? and then drawing your energy back focusing internally in the head in the root of the tongue and the soft palate this is counteracting the dominant tendency of the face to be highly activated and moving out and forward this in itself is a very helpful exercise if you can't no time to do anything else just do this loosen enough. just come into standing and in let itself realign uh, just energetically realign the body uh, you know, you've got five minutes or so Find that, that inner axis and then mm-hmm. the, the, the center of your head, center of the body and being able to turn around without losing the axis, without the eyes throwing you out, mm-hmm. so what's happening if you turn, what's happening in your shoulders is just as important. Mm as what the face is contacting or sensing if you're making your, your back just as sensitive as the front Another important um, comment to make about when you're articulating the spine, the the three directions it can articulate in: Uh, you you can forward, back, back, and side, and And you can also twist do all three at once because this you know, discs. <laughs> so you do one but like if you're doing that you don't turn your head at the same time because then you do two different uh, twists and then those bones are stacked with these disc pads in between them so you know if you, if you Twist and turn. You're going to do quite damage? Do You know, that way, and, and turn at the same time, particularly around your neck. That's a neck and head. Just, you know, bearing in mind the sense of a. Gentle, pleasing stretch, which is enjoyable rather than willful. A few moments of the string puppet. your hands facing front. Swing swinging beside you, knees bent. And just remembering, reminding your, your lower back, using your thighs to you know, wake up the lower back as it can in it moves in your body lofted upwards I'm feeling the pleasant rocking of that in the whole body so that so the arms are not doing any work, we're just passively receiving the swing of the body, we'll reorganise how the body operates, let's see if we can make the movement more subtle if the uh, <laughs> strings attached to the backs of your wrists aware of the pelvis, the sacrum movement in the lower back like and energising in the lower back and falling upwards It to to the breathing rhythm long slow inhalation and slow in the exhalation We'll take the movement the the other direction with that using the legs a little more (coughs) dropping bending your knees so your spine descends maintaining it's vertical. gazing at the moon the side is the out, the breathing out. Now blocking up, pull the fingers back, open the palm. Quite a sharp, strong sense of resisting. The eyes wide, palms wide, stop resisting. And in. Sense opening up and round to the side are closing a window mm. Mm. the center. The outward movement. Remember mm-hmm. we have that spinal axis and uh to cultivate coming from that. So it's as if as if we're almost looking from the back of a head through the head. So your eyes are wide. So it's soft around here as if you're looking from here out through the windows of the eyes. <coughs> just the sort of if you can get that, but remembering the, you know, the center of the head and the, and the spinal column, uh, you come forward, and your arms like, stay connected to and the back, it's gradually lengthening. But you the softness of the gaze, your eyes don't go out into a visual focus. running down your arms, into your back, into your shoulders. So while, you're, while you're standing just keep yourself in it I just your notes mention or I'll run through but just keep keep your standing position I just run through some of the, the major movements so you can the outward forms yeah so we generally start with the softening and loosening typically the, the knees the hips and the shoulder thing. really getting the fullness of the body in all directions. And then there's a sequence you can do which begins with this one raising the sky, which is a really a back strengthening sequence. Raising the lower back, Keeping the arms and, and then you can have this one which is like really helps the <coughs> between the neck. Yeah, lengthening, so you're lengthening between the shoulder of the neck without pushing called Separating earth and sky. So, this does a lot of things for the shoulder joints, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, really encouraging to those tissues to be able to stretch down fully. So much like this. And mm-hmm. we might do this. And then you're and then you're operating the sides of the body which don't, don't get any, any exercise at all. And so just loosening these and uh, you know, the, the articulation of the spine, you know, whenever you can massage your spine, it's always a very helpful thing to do. It's a massage, remember. So, and if you start with a very small tip, you're going to work into the lower body. Then you can build it up if you can begin to track in which vertebrae are being you know, being worked on lumber and there's a tendency as we've got to, we got we do have a lot of flexibility around one or two points which then take all the flexing and the others just stiffen up what you want to do is, is get you know the bits that don't normally operate way down in your back Also, you know, get some flexing. And then the century back, which again is a place that seizes up between your shoulders, so you'll get this kind of state of (laughs) car driving posture. posture. So this is (coughs) one of how you can really help that to flex in that shoulder climb. of course, you're feeling more confident now when you can work on the neck. Very delicate area, so it's... You know, some people have you know, this kind of <coughs> neck damage, but when you get more spine begins to wake up to the entirety, then naturally the lower spine can touch some of the, the quality of that stretch to support the entire spinal column. <laughs> That's a very nice thing to develop, and you know it starts with many of these things quite small, and you get better as you as you go on with a few weeks or months of it. So remember, anything you do to drain your neck can make you feel dizzy, so you want to do that cautiously and be prepared to you know, go down and go fetal if you need to. To let the energy uh, level itself out. Mm. That's a very lovely thing to do. Then you have the bow and arrow. <coughs> it really helps to get the head connected as if you're not kind of throwing your head around with your eyes, which is the general uh, <coughs> standard, isn't it? We kind of head is moved through the sense organs. Now you're trying to move your head here you know, it's actually where it does move <laughs> yeah. but then can that be operated as if the hand is doing it so you get a sense of a forming a, a somatic <coughs> link you know, so that if the somatic means the body's intelligence it begins to sense oh and that you, know. right. so you feel that sense of You know, the arm moving, your head moving in sync with it, rather than head being thrown out. Mm -hmm. So, getting your head back on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. This is very nice. And doing that when you do the bone arrow, it's partly part of it just doing that. It's not about how hard you can tug that bow, it's about how you, know, you can stay coordinated and sensing what's happening in your neck and cranium. And can we widen as if you're sending something down the arm, you know, both arms, without losing the centre. You know, Move down both arms without losing the centre. Bow and, arrow. and again it's not important how far your arm stretches. So what is important is you get the fingers to come back. And you feel you can graduate and moderate that stretching sense. It's unlikely your arm's going to go straight. If you go straight, you're probably going to lose the angle. So keep the angle. See my arm's not going straight. And it's certainly getting a nice lengthening of the tendons. So, if you want to look at it in terms of anatomy, you lengthen those tendons. You get more, both more supple, and also you have a lot more vitality running through the system. So it's a constriction that seizes everything up. Mm-hmm. And the power muscles, power muscles like your biceps, they only know how to contract. And when you activate them, they're going to tighten up. They only know how to do that. That's their job. It's your tendons. You want to wake up because they know how to stretch. So you you to keep the muscles soft and try to work on the, on the tendons. Mm. Yeah. And they will, they will, they will lengthen the muscles. The muscles are lengthened. They get a lot more energy running through them. They get richer and more vital. And they, have a, they have a lot more structural strength. This is what we're doing. We're creating a sense of structural um, strength, resilience and coherence rather than power. Okay, so we done the phone hour. And then the cow gazing at the moon. That's a nice one for you know, feeling the flow between your hips, your back, your shoulders. That, that also this connection how in several of these exercise we sensed how you know energy kind of the legs comes up and back yeah. and then fits on operating autonomously Everything is flowing together and we're learning here how to keep a center even, even as we're moving out in one way we're still staying very centered within the axis of the body we are not going out through the eyes. And that's why the, the, the sense is more like resisting rather than pushing. Pushing we you go out, resisting as you're coming back. So that's, that's the <coughs> sense of it, to keep the body uh, um, internally connected. And front and back to separate. Okay, so we did that and we can do this, this movement and, movement, and Working on the coordination between the legs, the back, the shoulders and the arms, working as a, as a singular unit, and, uh, and the more you can throw, throw the arms forward from your shoulder blades, and you can throw them forward then you can calm down more without losing balance. <coughs> that, white, that, you know, increases your balancing capacity. This is that. That does as well. It? Put it this way? And feeling the strengthening in the legs, coordination And then we have uh, the punching the dragon. So, this a uh, very nice couple of twists in the back of your neck and in your lumbar region. The discs get a good twist. So, you want to train yourself to keep your head facing front, hips facing front, lengthening from the shoulder. And Another uh, important feature is all the, all the stretch, all the exertion occurs on the out And then you relax on in the in-breath. The in-breath is just drawing all your energy back, the out-breath you send your energy forward in a, in a soft way, soft and graduated way. So, all of those, remember <coughs> we had the, so the, the quail squats. Yeah. And this here, we <coughs> really drawing the lower belly in, towards the sacrum, coming down without holding the hips and not tipping the shoulders. So it's about, you're about to sit down on something not very pleasant,
1: <laughs> or,
0: or tentative, you know, and you don't want to let go on your legs,
1: <laughs>
0: sitting on a bucket of cold water, so, you <laughs> so your legs are really <laughs> not letting go. <laughs> that downward movement and uh, reflecting a little on the what I call the hard surfaces and with the backs of the hands and then the back, the back itself and then wrapping around as so if we're sealing up something and then pushing down to the legs, letting the belly unfold and opening the <coughs> soft face, the hands, the chest the belly and so on mm-hmm. that's breathing out those are some memorable memory pieces you can see as discrete exercises you don't really you do what you can actually but it's good to keep those <coughs> on the shelf take a few down and you can work on particular pieces and we did the waterfall which is very good for <coughs> Uh, you know, stretching the tendons in the back of the front leg Mm -hmm. and also as you push up feeling the push in your thighs coming up through your lower back Mm -hmm. and that's uh, lifting lifting your arms breathing in breathing out, stretching down To keep your hips facing forward over time that you know you feel what happens in the back of the front leg keep your front legs straight and so you're gradually working on the tendon running up the front leg all this, <coughs> particularly the length thing in the, in the legs, tenders of the legs, will certainly help to improve your sitting position because your legs are going to come more fully down and you get less strain, you know, when you sit. You're gonna, your knees aren't going to be hunched in the air. Your legs are going to drop. Particularly, if we do some things around the hip joint, you know, which, is going to operate whenever you pull your leg out to the side. Just to do this. So, uh, whenever we kind of activate and energise, then uh, and spend a few minutes. This is, a, this is really the big piece: is gathering the chi. This is what qi gong means so this you're lapping around and you feel the great ocean your arms come up
1: mm.
0: try to make sure that your the angle between your upper and lower arm is greater than 90 so you don't get a sense of leaning on your elbows keep your hands come up towards your middle of your chest or the lower chest <clears throat> whenever it feels about right for you get your palms to open up drawing the thumbs up and back and we're standing consciously linking the opposing hands across the fingertips linking the two shoulders creating a circle there as if you're wrapped around the ball it's buoyant and a rather (coughs) testing process (laughs) and I've never seen a pair of arms fall off yet no matter what it feels like, they do not fall off and then we use the the exercise with it is not to try and you know stiffen up anywhere to take out of it, but actually to uh, you know lean and soften into it and just contemplate the tension the heating effect so if you want, want that to radiate through the body you're turning your tension into vitality now tension may occur obviously in your arms and shoulders it may occur in your legs or your face, or even your mind, you know, I've got to hold on forever, that's a tense <clears> mind. And so anywhere it occurs, there's a holistic body-mind together, so, and really, you know, as a meditation, you recognize how you know, these outward forms as we sit are there conducive to really working on the mind's tendency to freak out or seize up or adopt an attitude, get willful, whimper, that would have it, oh well here we are, it's nothing unusual is it, you just ah, open up, breathe out, let all that be there when you're just breathing into all the energy of the mind's chaos being emptied into the body, into the ball, into the form Mm. so turning your chaos into uh, pleasant vitality subsides, sides they come back another useful thing is you never never drop anything if you feel you can't you want to stop make it sort of stay with the feeling of co- connection so you don't just come So you keep the sense of the that's what the chi is a sense of connected energy so feeling yourself you know as about as much as i can handle you come down. Whatever has been gleaned, you draw that in. If you did it for one minute, you got something you can draw in. Move towards five minutes or ten minutes. That's a good, a good workout. And you gather in whatever's been gleaned, has been generated taking that back into the breathing and connecting the sense of your hands to the sense of the breathing as if that energy can then flush around inside and yeah, that's been warmed taking it in There are many uh, qigong and tai chi is a, is a uh, quite a popular and uh, helpful thing, and uh, so there are many many forms and teachings you can go to. I just try to, so I'm not really a qigong teacher, <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I, I just keep a few, but then really. A more a meditator, so the bits that I do, I try to do a lot of quality of internalizing the effects and really studying it carefully, so, but um, I'll, be, I'll write a name of a book on the board which gives you some of the basic outward forms, and they may be what we've been doing together uh, if you're interested, would will help you to encourage the internal awareness and uh, skill with that.